Hey, let's get down to it, boppers. It's Ron and Fez with the Ron and Fez look back specials that we've been doing all week. If you would like, head on over to the Interrobang uh, and read some of the pieces that are up there. Uh, the Goodbye Ron and Fez collection of tweets. The Black Girl looks back at Ron and Fez. Uh, the Ron and Fez side character quizzes. I hit 45 out of 46. Uh, the advanced version, I haven't played yet. The Ron and Fez uh, photo album. And up there today is the Ronnie B. Quotes game from uh, the Twitter Ronnie B. Quotes. The only place on Twitter that I enjoy going to read. And memed from the headlines, things we will miss about Ron and Fez. Uh, I'll be just playing Ronnie B. quotes because they make me giggle so hard. And I'll say this to myself. Well, I really took the piss out of Chris Stanley on that one. I made it look like he's a drug addict and an alcoholic. Uh, but uh, this is goodbye to the, uh, the last of the uh, remembrance of the Ronnie Fez week with me is Mr. Fez Watley. Hi, buddy. Retire E. Uh, so much of ret- retire E that they've turned off his key card. Fez Watley <laughs> cannot get into the building anymore. No, I am just, uh, I am in line with everyone else waiting to check in for security, giving my name, Todd Hillier. To see to go to Sirius XM, it's all very formal now. Wow, did you just really pull back the curtain, Todd Hillier? That's a funnier name to me than Fez Watley. I don't know why you wasted your time. It's pretty goofy. And with me, as always, Gail Bennington, no relation. 
Hey, Gail. Hey, buddies. Well, uh, we thought we'd have you sit in a little bit because, you know, different listeners come in to different time of our career. Uh, the Ron and Ron show in Florida, the Ron and Fez show, which started in Florida, the Ron and Fez show, which went uh, to New York, WNEW, DC, uh, at JFK, um, then Ron and Ron, Ron and Fez, when we were only at XM, Ron and Fez at Sirius XM, and somewhere in the middle of that, something that was called the Ron and Ron Radio Network, where we syndicated uh, around the country. But Gail is a person who's been there since the beginning, grew up with the Ron and Ron show, and then the Ron and Fez show, and actually moved all those places with us. Yes. I've been in for the whole ride. Long time listener. Long time listener, and uh, not only do you know me better than um, most people out there, but you know Fez, who, as part of our dysfunctional way of being, was closer to being a relative than somebody that your dad worked with. Yes. Fez was and is part of our family. Closer to being relative. Than my relatives, so it is. <laughs> Did you just yell "f you" at her? No, I said "thank you." Oh, I didn't know. You have that slur, uh, that little—I'll just call it gay twang, for lack of a better word. But um, great word. Uh, growing up with Fez, confusing. What I mean, what was it like to have a radio character as? Like you say, a relative. When I was really young, there were times that it was uh, a little confusing only because I was trying to navigate uh, some of the bits. Like I have a memory of um, getting really upset and crying to my mom because you were being teased. Uh, this is Ron and Ron days. And I think it was actually um, when it was like the Vulcan parody that oh, you guys yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, the Vulcan parodies. And I didn't understand why everyone was being so mean to my dear friend Fez. <laughs> yeah, well Fez, we used to do a bit called the Vulcans, where Fez, you played young Spock. Yeah. I was young Spock. And Ron Diaz and I were bullies. And the whole reason for... Uh, I don't even think we had names, did we? We were just two bullies? No, yeah. Uh, we, we had names. I was young Spock, and you were my really mean, yet best friend, <laughs> Ralphie. See? <laughs> A true Vulcan name yeah. from Star Trek. And, and the entire uh, bit was so that we could use the term Vulcan. So get on the Vulcan bus, we'll go to the Vulcan school. And when you're on terrestrial, that's a big deal. And actually, that even has gotten picked up at other places. People have started to do that. But yeah, that was a very anti, you know, if you don't know, if you're a little kid, it sounds like we're being mean to someone because back then we thought bullying was the funniest thing right. that could possibly it's not exist. not funny anymore. And it wasn't like I was this true voiceover artist who could change his voice to sound like Leonard Nimoy. It was no. just Fez's voice. Yeah, it really was about two older kids kicking a gay Vulcan boy down. <laughs> the end of the bit always was... This ain't my Vulcan day. Yeah, this ain't my Vulcan day, because we were such great writers. Uh, but this goes to show you, when you do something like that in terrestrial back then, people would just be like, I was wiping the tears out of my drove off the road. It's unbelievable. That was, and we could not find one of those Vulcan bits 
to tell you the truth. Really? Yeah, it's a pre-YouTube world, so we don't even know where a lot of that material went to or probably into uh, the trash. Um, but, you know, throughout the years of doing this show, when I brought this up before, but Fez being Fez down in Florida at that time was an unbelievably brave thing to do with an audience because that audience was somewhat, you know, Southern. And for them to accept a gay guy, uh, well, they didn't at first. No. Uh, then completely accepted him to a weird place of just you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like guys. Not, if someone tries to get with me, I'll kill him. But I just want to say a friend is adorable. You know what I mean? Like, there was some kind of progress that took place, but not the kind that you always want. But both sides were incredibly funny to me. When they didn't accept him, it was very funny. And then when they did, it was even funnier. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's how we, we started back as part of the the Run Run show. I, I, I met Fez before you were born, Gail, uh, and you grew up. I don't think you have any recollection in your life of this all not taking place. Yeah. You know? That's um, very true. You, uh, you and your brother. I remember your brother told me one time that he was like a toddler, and we would have this, you know, stereo with speakers in our in our house, and he's toddling around and walked up to the speaker and just went, "Dad, Dad," at the speaker, like trying to see if I would answer him back, because he, you know, you would wake up in that house and our voices would be playing all morning. Um, it's strange when you think of it, and it really is strange that Fez came to our house and was Fez at our house. This is part of the, what Fez has done to himself over the years. Like when he came over, he was Fez the character, and you and the kids and me and Fez would constantly do this what about Bob thing where the kids acted like Fez is here and I'm like what is he doing here now and we would never break character no. none of us no it just went yeah you'd come down the stairs and I'd be there at the breakfast table it would happen all the time and I would you know go to bed and Fez would stay up and just hang out with the kids so uh, we're off to the movies Ryan we'll be back later <laughs> He would take him off to various gay movies to see. <laughs> now that I think about it, it's probably a bad idea. <laughs> One um, of the things that was, when I was really, really young, that was confusing is I remember, you know how when you're a kid and you're just trying to figure out the world? And Fez was always around, and I remember thinking, now am I supposed to marry Fez? <laughs> like, how is this family yes, supposed to were. work? <laughs> now, here's the deal. Why why don't children ask things? Yeah. Why won't they just, just say? They just try to figure it out on their own. Everybody always thinks that they're raised so poorly, but you don't ask. I know I could never figure out which aunt was married to who mm -hmm. and why they would be yelling and all that kind of stuff. But I would never ask my parents about it. It was know? confusing. I was like, I, I noticed that there's an age difference here, but I yeah. feel like this, this is where it's supposed to go in order for this to be a family. My well, grandfather's brother lived with him and my grandmother it was always the three of them and without even knowing the term i just assumed as a little kid that was a menage <laughs> that they were just all three married to each other 
Uh, they were, Toddy. They wow. were. Yeah, that was a weird brother-on-brother thing that you picked up as a child. We're, things we're learning this week. Yeah. Just too little, too late. <laughs> too little, too late. Um, but, you know, people who listen to the show and they wonder, like, what is this dynamic between, you know... Ron and Fez. And I can honestly say, as Fez is leaving and going away, I still don't understand it. I don't know that thing that, you know, brought and kept us together. It should have never worked. Just uh, absolute opposites on any sort of scale. Straight, gay, that sort of thing. (laughs) And just... And I was such a weirdo, and you're very cool, and it just should not have worked. You're not a weirdo. I'm extremely cool, but you are not a weirdo. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there was never, other than the fact of being funny on the radio, I don't think that we've shared much else. But, oddly, very little has mattered to us. As much as that. So mm-hmm. you could look at that of like, oh, just that one thing. But it actually took up 80% of our alive time thinking, you know, hey, could this bit work? Or, you know what I mean? Just our entire waking uh, hours for decades came to, is this a conversation uh, that we could have? Is this uh, a bit? Um, so... In that case, we've had an immense amount in common. You know, just a a ridiculous amount in common. Because what other sane person would sit around and think about shit like that so much, you know? It's probably not good for you. Um, So, here are uh, a couple of bits from the early days of the... uh, Ron and Ron show. And by the way, we have a promo for the Vulcans? Yes. This was a quick promo for the Vulcans. You'll get a taste of it here. You, yeah, you're not going to get to hear any of the bits, but Fez found something. Just By the way, I haven't listened to any of this, so let's take a listen. Tonight on the Sci-Fi Channel, young Spock and the Vulcans hit the high seas. Hey, Ralph, how do you like my dad's new Vulcan boat? I don't know, Spock. It kind of Vulcan smells. It does Vulcan not. That's your Vulcan problem, Spock. You think your Vulcan ship don't stink. Man, this ain't my Vulcan day. Tonight on the Sci-Fi Channel. Who was doing the voiceover on that? Um, the, the guy from Orlando? Yeah, I think so. What was his name? Oh, God. That's sad. I can't remember. Yeah, that's somebody that we worked before. But you'll get a little premise there that we would do these bits and it would be basically uh, young Spock, who was Fez, would get a job at a clock factory and his job would be there's dust and you have to suck the dust out. And it all came down so we could say you're a Vulcan, you're a Vulcan clock sucker. And we would repeat that time and time. And in the world of terrestrial, that went... You know, and then you would have a girlfriend who the other two guys would actually hit on in front of you. Yeah. And that was played by Gail's aunt Mm -hmm. and who was also like best friends with Fez. So this could, I now look back on it, bad job of parenting of (laughs) not explaining a lot of this stuff. I wish I had this. I have looked and I've looked. 
a bit that Gail and I used to do when she was so very little, Bippy the Emaciated Clown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were a very sickly clown. Yes. And, named Bippy. And we were both British I, I for some I don't know why we, I was Be- a British child. Because when Gail was little, she always wanted to do British voices. <laughs> so then... It was just like, hello, Bippy. Mm-hmm. Hello. How are you, Mary? Oh, yeah, she was Mary. Mary. And she was a poor child. <laughs> she was an orphan or yeah. a poor child. And what, and was the, what was the point of the bit? <laughs> he was a clown, but his tricks were things like coughing up a piece of his liver. He oh, was so yeah, sickly. he was like a, an alcoholic disease <laughs> yeah. clown that she didn't see the pathos that took place there. Yeah, she didn't realize he had cirrhosis. Um, this is... <laughs> Uh, we did, of course, the Ron and Ron show with Ron Diaz, and listen to this young caller who called in to the Ron and Ron show. Hi. Hi, Gail. I just wanted to apologize, Mr. Diaz. You don't have to apologize. Oh, that's you didn't, nice. You didn't do anything wrong, honey. I know, but I feel bad that I yelled at you. That's yeah. okay. Aww. That's quite all right. I'm an angel. You got all your homework done from last night and everything? Uh-huh. And I've been studying on this one book. Hey, Daddy. Yeah. When I grow up, I want to be a lawyer. <laughs> Honey, maybe you could yeah. be like a, a legal secretary. You don't want to be a no. lawyer. Yeah. I want to be a lawyer. Yeah. You could be like a stenographer. She could be a lawyer girls, if she wanted to. Girls would make, don't, what are the other jobs? Girls, they're legal secretaries. No, there was many female lawyers. Many, Daddy, many. I to defend people in court. Yeah, that like a stenographer. Nice. Like, no. Like, did you see the O.J.? A lawyer, Daddy. Stop it. She could be a lawyer. What's she can't be that? a lawyer. I mean, I don't like lawyers. I don't like lawyers in general, but I think but there's many good female attorneys. What you could do, probably, is marry a lawyer. No, no I don't be... want to marry a lawyer. I want to be a lawyer. You better shut up. I think you'd be okay? a good lawyer. I think she'd right. be a real good lawyer. Stop it, Dia. She's not going to be a lawyer. I think she'd be a damn good lawyer. Don't try to put crazy ideas in her head. She's a girl. You got my daddy mad, Diaz. <laughs> I didn't make your daddy mad. You just got him mad at me. You're in trouble, Gail. All right? I hate you, you steroid freak. All right, that's oh. it. When I come home, I'm cutting up the dresses. No! No more dresses. No! I'm cutting up the dresses. No! Why? <laughs> Why? Got my daddy mad at me. I yes. didn't get your daddy mad at you. I was on your side. And you want why me to leave right now, Ronnie? No. You want me to leave right no. now? No. I'll, I'll, I'll take the cord to her. And why? No. no. Got my daddy mad. All right, you hang up the phone. <laughs> So that was, uh, I guess, a look at abuse and why it's so difficult for someone to get involved. And then you would do something like that and then go off to school. Yeah, that was, I think, you know, on my way to school, just before leaving for school in the morning. It's a shame my voice never changed. No. (laughs) It's pretty much the same. I don't think any of our voices have changed. And uh, that's why I don't think there's any such thing as damage through cigar smoking. Because I still sound... I remember uh, when I started in radio, which was by mistake, which was just going in to promote uh, my comedy club at the time, and they ended up asking me to stay after just a few, you know, appearances, and suddenly I had a morning show. Uh, but uh, I remember the first time there was like a marketing report that the general manager, Sean Portman, came back and said he. <laughs> And he was like, well, uh, I'll just give this premise. I've been doing this a long time, but I was the first wave of... 
people not to make up a fake name and a fake voice, right? So normally they would teach you, you know, to go in there and, um, you know, you'd end up with a name like Jenny Rock. Hey, you're listening to Jenny Rock. I'll be with you till midnight tonight. You know, I just went in as myself, uh, which was a terribly bad idea. Uh, like, um, Sunny Fox, who worked in Miami and uh, ended up working with us here at Sirius XM, said to me one day, he goes, you were like the first normal person ever that I ever heard on the radio. And he said he had been doing it for years and it changed his focus because he, he never thought that you could do that because it's a stupid idea. But But I remember when Sean said to me, when people listen to you in the marketing study, it's basically people who don't know who you are. Some listeners and people who have never heard your station, you go like, what do you think of that song? What do you think of these personalities? And he said, the second I started talking, they would laugh. They just started laughing. Like, that's freakishly funny. <laughs> what a funny idea. Him on the radio. Like, with radio people. And... um and uh, obviously, Fez didn't have the most radio voice. You no. came in somewhat as a character. Well, here's a weird thing, Gail. Fez just reminded me this week. I didn't realize that for years, Fez did not play a big part in the Ron and Ron show. Uh, you didn't get started when we started. You came in later. Right. And then he said to me, and this freaked me out, he only did one break a week, the last break on a Friday. For you said years, yeah, that went on for a long time. It was uh, the Fez Watley gossip segment, and that got aired nine forty five a.m. Friday. <laughs> it was the last break of the last show of the week. That's so wild to me to yeah. hear that because to me it felt like it was he long, was always on. Yeah, it was a long time before I just started commenting on everything going on during the show, and then I guess you didn't really play. A major part until we did the network, right? Then right. you were like uh, more than just a call-in part. And you have to remember, a big part of that, Fez, is that you never had to talk to consultants and stuff like oh, that. Until never. our show got really big, we had to sit there and, and listen to consultants, and they would give us ideas. And we're like, hey, that's a pretty good idea. And you find out that it's, some, it's someone else's idea. A consultant would just go around and give you other people's ideas. You're like, what? It's worked for someone else. Awful. So. <laughs> yeah. That's awful what you just said. Um, but it's very weird, and it, it goes to show the fog of war, you know what I mean? That you yeah. don't remember. Until you told me, that was lost on me. Um, and we, de- we never found a Dykes on Bikes bit. Could not find one. Gigantic, the very first really big bit that we ever did that got us focus in uh, Florida for the Ron and Ron show. Um, did I tell the story about the thing? I can't remember where we've even been. I don't think you told week. this story. No. Um, but I uh, I wrote up this bit called Dykes on Bikes, which was there's a uh, there's a gang in San Francisco called the Dykes on Bikes, and um, we did it. I did it with Dan Whitney. He came in and did a voice with me. I forget, maybe Steve the Helpful Guy did the voiceover. And uh, I did it on a Saturday. And the whole bit was just like, Hey, Wanda, hey, Joanne. Oh, let's take this big thing and put it into our vaginas. Oh, oh. 
you know, and they would they would have orgasms, and it was just incredibly stupid. But we, uh, I, I, you know, I turned in as like, here's a bit idea, and Fast Eddie goes, this is great, but we're going to do it properly, radio wise. He cut it with me and Ronnie. Uh, Eddie did the voiceover, and we put this bit, and we just started playing it on the air. Now, remember at the time, I don't know shit about radio. Uh, I, I just feel like maybe I might do this for a couple months. I don't know. And it started to get very big, but in a way, you know, uh, well, I remember one night, Gail, I had the comedy club, and we would do the same numbers every week, and I'd been doing this for, uh, and your mother remembers this differently. She remembers it almost immediately, but I remember there being a tipping point of like three or four months going away that, I, you know, I didn't hear any feedback about what I was doing on the radio. And then we walk up to the club one night, and there's just this long line that goes down the street. There's just suddenly everyone decided to go see this club. And it was like the first time in my life that I went, oh, we're going to have some money, I guess. We're <laughs> going to have some success out of this. You know what I mean? Um, but then we went and did this show that uh, we promoted that was Mike and the Mechanics, and it was a birthday show for our uh, radio station. And your brother hadn't even been born yet. You, you, your mom couldn't come because she was pregnant with him. So we go down and do this, and the station had booked Mike and the Mechanics, and they just had that giant hit. Well, I forget what it was called. Your, um, the, your father your of fa mine or something. No, that was Everclear. But your father died and you hear your father and it's all great, right? So we show up and it was one of those hit songs that went into every radio format and then we're doing a free show. So there's just a massive amount of people there. You know, 50, 60, 100,000 people show up to the show. So the bit was uh, Ron Diaz and I were going to come out Welcome everybody to this. Bring up the other DJs from the radio station. We'd all wave and we bring out Mike and the mechanics and everybody gets a free show. I'd never had done one of these before. So we show up and the station is just so excited because they didn't pay Mike and mechanics as much money as this draw was. No one knew six months before that this song was going to be so big. So there's all these people. So we started off by playing... Uh, like a Dykes on Bikes intro. And when it hits the thing, we just see all these people like, like we're just seeing like 100,000 people going nuts. And, uh, and I remember, uh, Diaz and, um, I'm trying to think. I guess the program director, Carrie, uh, were both like just looked at each other, right? And like the three of us were standing there, and they both like were like kneeling down, like "Oh shit!" And I'm like, "What?" And they're like, "This doesn't happen. They do not <laughs> care." And you just hear all these people go, "Dogs on bike," and then they introduce us, and the place goes crazy, right? Like we were the Foggy Bottom Boys, <laughs> and and like everybody at the radio station, you know, you, you try for years to get something going, and you know, and it all worked out. So. It wasn't long after that that you came and joined us, Fez, and it's just been this long, crazy piece. We found a bit from that era, uh, wrong number. We used to be able to take wrong numbers on the air all the time. And this is one that followed us around for years that people kept requesting, and I never 
could figure out why it's um, wrong number from Singapore Airlines. Yeah, good morning. Uh, is this Singapore Air? I'm sorry? I'm calling Singapore Air. Yeah, you're on. I need to, I need to give locator number so I can give ticket number. All right, where are you located right now? We're in uh, Louisiana. Okay. Let me get your locator department. Okay. All right. Hello, Singapore Air. Yes, this is Charlotte at Experience. Hi, Charlotte. I need to give you lo- can uh, you Can you hear me, Charlotte? Yes. You talk a Singapore Air. Okay, let me call back. I can't hear you. Oh, I talking. I talking very good. Oh, okay. Can okay. you hear me? Yes. I from Singapore. Let me give you a locator number and pull what? Record. Let me call back. What, what? I hear you. I hear you very fine. Okay, locator number. Yes. Is James. James. Five. Five. A. A. Two. Who? Z is in zebra. Z. Z. What? Z is in zebra. Zebra. Why? Wait. You know can bring zebra here. This is airline company, not zoo. You drive me crazy. No, I'm trying to give you ticket numbers for a reservation. Oh, one moment, please. My manager is here. He's very gassy. Oh, oh uh, hello. Yes, this is Charlotte at Experience Travel. Yes, ma'am. I'm trying to give somebody a ticket number for a reservation. Give it to my manager. He's very gassy. Will you go... Uh, oh, excuse me. Will you go just clean up the uh, the bathroom? Uh-huh, sure. <coughs> All of a sudden, I'm, a, I'm your little gopher boy. <coughs> oh, excuse go me. Go ahead. Please give number. I can take that. Uh, the, your numbers. Okay. It's, oh. uh, locator number is. Uh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We we just had. Oh God! Double, please. Oh God! It's coming Hello? back on me. Hello. Uh, is this an airline? Oh, Singapore. Yes. Oh. Okay. Can I give you a locator number? Uh, please. Number? Please. That's up to you. I mean, we're. T- All right, go ahead. I've had a pencil for uh, ten minutes. Well, I've been waiting to get somebody. <laughs> It's James. James. Five. A is an apple. A apple. Two. Two. Z zebra. Z what? There no zebra start, here. Start this airline not zoo. You drive me crazy. Is there anyone else that I can talk to? Is there anybody there I can talk to? Oh, I see. Cause I'm not from this country, right? <laughs> Pardon me. I've never had this problem before. I'm, it's very embarrassing. Oh. It, do you have a fax number? I can yes. it to you much easier. Yes. It's five. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Five. Yes. Two. Z is in zebra. Okay. H. Like in... Hebrew, like in Hebrew. Okay. Uh, wait, hold on. I imagine he's. Okay, hold on. Wait. Let me have my manager talk to you. Just a moment, please. Please do that. Oh, man. Hello. Yes. Yes, we need to give you a record locator so that you can pull up your records for ticketing. Oh, okay. Go ahead. J. J. Five. Five. A. A. Uh, two. Two? Z. What? What was the last letter? Z. The last letter in the alphabet. What's that letter? 
Z. As in zebra? Right. This is not zo. This is airline, you crazy lady. Why? Why is the next letter? Why you want to bring zebra to airline? Will you please pull up this record locator so we can tick it off? Hello? That's my manager. He very gassy. Would you pull up the record, please? Huh? Would you please pull up this record so we can put a ticket in this record? Yes, give us number, please. I just gave it to you five times. Now, do you want this hey, ticket number? Hey, ma'am, do you know who you're doing business with? This yes, is Singapore I'm doing Air. With a bunch of jerks right hey, now. We've given this record. Hey, wait a minute. You listen to me. I go cry. I go cry like. Hey, wait a minute. Look, you we've are... given records, this record number to this girl five times, and when we get to Z, she yells, This is so zoo. I'm not from this country. Do you want this record locator number or not? You know, I think you, business and we don't have time to keep wait, calling you every five do you, minutes. Hey, do you have time to keep calling wrong number? Is this the wrong number or not? Yes, you call the wrong Airlines? number, crazy lady. Is this Singapore Airlines? No. But what is this? It's someplace else. This is not <laughs> Singapore Airlines. No, give Ron a Russia. There's no zebra here. Goodbye. Uh, Bye-bye, crazy <laughs> lady. That was our big catchphrase. See ya. See ya. That as well as let the puppies breathe. Quite the thing to be proud of. It is Ron and Fez look back from different uh, times in our uh, long and storied history of doing a show together. Uh, Fez, you kept some of these. Uh, and that takes us up to the place of the Nature Boy. Nature Boy became your uh, big go-to bit when you weren't being Fez Watley. Then you were the Nature Boy. Yeah, so anything that came up in the news got attacked wrestling promo style. Wrestling promo style, which again, you have to go back to remember. When we were doing this and having wrestlers on the air, it was that... Ugly period after the ABC show where, you know, if a wrestler would come on, this is fake, right? What you do isn't real. And we never broke kayfabe. We just constantly acted like wrestling was real, which is now what everybody does. Everyone just says, yes, we get it. Let's move on. But back then, like Hulk Hogan couldn't go on shows because they would just... Hulk, why don't you just admit right now that you're not the champion of anything but a pretend thing? You know, we just didn't give a shit about that. Yeah. And to embrace um, the nature boy like that, Ric Flair, who was a hero of Fez's. You have to always remember where bits come from. Fez used to do this only for us in the hall. And who did you used to do it about? I would do it about Charlie Logan. Oh, yeah. Any PD that we ever had. You piece of garbage! <laughs> You're trying to tell this to the run show. When he would rip up papers and shit and throw it in their offices, uh, but you will hear a much younger, healthier nature boy. Here's the story of a lovely lady, our little Margie. You had it all, Marge. Shot the glamour, the money. A fleet of pre-owned vehicles and a major league baseball franchise. And now, you fat mess, you blow it. We tried to protect you, March. You were part of the elite. 
names like Steinbrenner, Turner, Augie Bush, sports legends like Diaz, Bennington, Nature, absolute sports royalty. And now, in the blink of your bad eye, it's all gone. It's gone. Why? Because you couldn't keep that big gaping trap of yours shut. And I'm talking about the one on your face. You had to let loose with the racial slurs and the Hitler comments. Granted, Marge, you didn't say one thing that each and every individual standing here hasn't said before. Marge, you were preaching to the choir. But that's the difference between you and us. We know we're smart enough to keep the racial slurs and the ethnic labeling in the locker room and on the field where they belong. Not on ESPN2. Not on the cover of Sports Illustrated. You stupid piece of shot. And now, Marge, don't say you're out just because you're a woman. We checked into it, and the medical tests were inconclusive. You're gone, Margie. And so are all the perks and privileges that went along with you. No more all-you-can-eat team buffets. No more dogs allowed at Riverfront. If we even catch sight of that pooch, there's going to be a puppy pile driver on home plate. And Marge... The beer farts will no longer be tolerated and passed off as simply part of your down-home charm. Bottom line, get out, Marge. Tiki Bob will be by to pack your things. Head to the parking lot. I'm sure you'll find other work. You could be the before picture in a mess in Gilad. You are the big wreck machine. At least once a month, Marge. But now the rides come to an end! We're taking over the rats! And you may not like it! But today, and until the 1998 season, you will learn to love it! Why? Bottom line, we are the best thing going! Daddy! Woo! That was a um, that was such a funny bit that Fez did for such a long time. Uh, live, it would just be incredible. We used to do this touring show with comedians that would always open with the Nature Boy. The Nature Boy would come out and basically berate the audience that they were lucky <laughs> enough to be seeing this show. And we would all be in the wings of these theaters and just wiping tears out of our eyes. And then the funniest thing, too, when we would do these, Fez is the only one that had to travel with trunks like Gallagher because he would always, you know, have his flashy coats and then your Nature Boy outfit and your stupid uh, belt that you used to travel with, your championship <laughs> belt. Everybody else would just be able to travel light, not Fez. I had to pack up and then arrange the smoke machine. There's you, a couple feather boas in there. I oh, think. yeah, there was yeah. those feather boas. Always. 
and uh, you know, radio was always theater to him. Like no one could understand why Fez needed to dress up for radio in those days, but always so funny and peculiar and weird. And it was just, uh, it was just great, man. Just so funny. Um, it is the Ron and Fez show. Looking back, uh, we've never really talked a lot about the early Ron and Ron days because we're always trying to look forward. But we had so much fun, Fez, doing that show. Uh, Ron Diaz is really, to me, one of the great broadcasters that I've ever met. Just could do anything in broadcasting. Is one of those guys that he could do a rock show, but he could just as easily go and do play-by-play at a baseball game or a parade. It just didn't matter what it was. He was always be able to find that even keel when uh, doing a radio broadcast. Uh, me and Fez coming from a totally different uh, background. And then Fast Eddie Yarb, who was... The best parody guy, the best on-the-spot producer I ever saw. You have to remember, back then, when we would tape calls, they would basically be done on a reel-to-reel tape, and he would be slicing tape and putting it back together. You know, we would tape calls back then during the commercials, and he would be slicing up these calls, picking out the best calls, taping it together, and we would get back just in time. I mean, that was a a show back in those days, Fezzi, that was just off the fly. People would be sweating. You would oh. be going so fast. I was drenched at the end of every show. It became a, a source of embarrassment. Drenched in his own cum. <laughs> Sweat. Oh, I'm sorry. Went through my T-shirt. Well, I'm sorry. Ew. I don't know how I confused that. <laughs> I was thinking of another day. Um, but that that was such a a, a fun way to, to start a uh, radio career. And then when we ended that show, I'll always remember that whatever came up next, Fez would get on the plane and come. And uh, this is the first time after all these years that we're saying we're going to go on and do the next piece and and you're stepping off the bus. It's just so weird for me to think that. I, it, it hasn't even come close to sinking in with me yet. That The fact that I'm getting on the plane to go away mm-hmm. from this instead of towards it. Yeah, it's weird. It's really, really strange. Uh, so many people are writing to me asking what is next. And we were going to wait a while to say that, but uh, I will announce those uh, plans by the end of the show today uh, as we wrap up uh, this look back at the Ron and Fez show. Uh, why don't we break here? And uh, when we come back... Uh, we, the funniest thing about doing this this week is that we will not get a chance to get to everything that we've ever wanted to do. Um, but I'd like to play some of the hypnosis show with Fez Watley because throughout the years you, you don't realize the great character work that he's done that is right there. And for some reason, Don, the hypnotist, could pull it out of him. So I want to play some of that. Some of the other uh, calls that we've had over the years. Um, 
And then we'll say goodbye with this last look back at the Ron and Fez show. More on, more Fez. This is the best of Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Comedy hits, Channel 99. The bits that were marginally better than the rest. You're listening to the best of Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Comedy hits, Channel 99. Posse, that was a posse of people who ripped off Andre the Giants. <laughs> Remember when the Watley Posse things started to be put up around town that people made the stickers? Um, also, remember at NEW, we had those crazy bathroom stickers that you had officially been considered a good bathroom by Ron and Fez. The inspection stickers. Yeah. Some people were really, really angry. Some <laughs> restaurants were like, this is great. Our bathroom is uh, considered the best. And other people were like, how dare you sit here and decide whether our bathroom's good or not. Um, it is a look back at the Ron and Fez show. Fez Watley here, uh, a person who grew up with the Ron and Fez show. Gail Bennington is here. Uh, every market that uh, Fez was ever at. We toted up the kids and we moved to Beverly on to the next <laughs> thing, looking positive. I remember a heartbreak for all of us, though, is when we thought Fez was finally had found the right person that he was going to settle down with. Were you engaged, Fez? I was engaged to be married. Uh, and at that point, you were sure that you were straight? Absolutely sure of it, yeah. And I thought I had found the real deal here in my life. And who was that? That was Don Cumia, Anthony's sister. Mm. And it didn't work out the way everybody wanted, but at the time we were thrilled. Oh, yeah. And it was one of those things where whew, I had to get it off my chest. Mm -hmm. I had a secret love, right. secret lover, and had held it inside so long. Well, you didn't want Anthony to shoot you both. That was always the, you know, he was always very protective and possessive of his sister, I guess, from their own affair. And the fact that he was finally going to have to let go of that and let mm -hmm. these two kids. And, you know, you two kids were young and your bodies were changing. and We couldn't hide it anymore. No, you couldn't hide it anymore. You, you were just... Uh, sparks were coming off you too. 
So it just, it all came spilling out one day at XM. Finally, the truth. Ron and Fez. You're in love and someone's in love with you. I, yes. Yes. Now I know it's bullshit. It is not bullshit. It's very, very real. And it's something that I've had, you know, I've been keeping inside. It's been going on for a while now. Mm -hmm. Something I've had to deal with. And I would hope that would get all worked out. And apparently it's only getting worse. To the point of where, you know, I've been threatened not to come around. I don't believe you. I don't know why you won't believe me. I mean, I'm dead serious here. You don't hear me making any jokes. No, I know that you're not joking. I know that you're not joking. I know you've set up this thing, but uh, I don't. I, you know, I've been through it before. I've been through it before with you. I mean, I don't think I don't see where anything I'm saying is so outrageous. I understand. Yes, a fiance. I'm engaged to a girl in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. Yeah. Yes, that's outrageous. I can understand, you know, that. But, but this is all very real. We've known each other our whole adult lives. True. I've never seen you with a woman ever. And now you're telling me that some family won't let you around. No, I don't believe. Yeah. I, I would love to bring her around. I would love to bring her out to dinner with you and your check. That would be great. I would love to bring her around here. But it's just not going to happen right now. It's just not. It's been tearing me up inside. Who is it? I'm. I can't. Where did you meet this person? I met this person um, at some appearances. It's really yes. Bar nine girl. It's not the same maniac that the Earl was with. I hope that no. would be embarrassing. No, it's not the mental patient. This is a her nice... family wouldn't protest. <laughs> this is a nice girl. Yes, this is a nice, probably the nicest, one of the nicest girls I've ever met. One of the most sweetest, nicest, kindest people I've ever met. And this is, and you can't be with her, and she wants to be with you. Right. That's exactly where we're at right now. And hopefully her family will come around. Who is it? All right, I'll tell you the name, if you really want to know. I do want to know. All right. It's Don Kumia. Anthony's sister. I'm in love with Don Kumia, Anthony's sister. <laughs> I what? You fucked Why up? are you laughing at me? Because you fucked up my whole fucking character. I haven't fucking laughed at you in a whole year, and it's just another. It's the stupidest bit I've ever heard. No, this is true. Earl, true or false? I, I'm speechless. I am stunned. I I I can't believe it. You I dragged cannot, it out of me today. I cannot believe this. I didn't want to talk about it. There, it's out there now. Lord knows what kind of shit's going to rain down on me now. Why would shit rain down on you? I told you, her brothers, Anthony and Joe, they don't like you. They don't like me being around her. They don't care for it. You know they're crazy. What are you, from the other side of uh, the tracks? Apparently to them. You know, they're very protective. <laughs> you came over from gay town and... What are they, worried you're a carrier? I don't know what they're worried about. They just don't like me. They've told me to knock it off. I've been threatened with a beatdown. A beatdown? Yes, Joe and Anthony said they'd give me a beatdown if they saw me around anymore. What kind of stent fight would that be with the three of you guys rolling around on the ground? Well, it's not good. I mean, I'm not. I'm not insane. I'm not fighting the crazy Kumia brothers. 
Why would I? You know what's good about you, Fez? You test friendships. That's the interesting thing about it. You test Opie, you test Anthony, you test me on a daily basis. I'm not testing. This is this is all true. I'm in love with Don Cumia, Anthony's sister. There, now it has been broadcast. From coast to coast on XM Satellite Radio. I don't even think we've seen her for a year. We haven't seen her since the Halloween show. Well, I've seen her. But I just don't want to cause any more grief for her or myself. I mean, hopefully the family will come around. No picture it happening. You know, yeah, you know. This how- is like, you know what this is like, Romeo and Juliet. That's Romeo. Mm. I'm Romeo. But I would love, I would love for this to work out, and just you know me, I'm, our family's important to me too. I'm willing to say that uh, she couldn't pick you out of a lineup. Earl, could she pick him out of a lineup? No, not at all. How do you know, Earl? Why don't you just go jump back on Girl Interrupted? <laughs> Good one. So there. Now it's out there. Now everyone knows. And you know what? You're right. I'm glad everybody knows. Do me this favor. Tell me what town she lives in. You don't know. I know. She lives out on Long Island. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know a damn thing. You know nothing about her. I know plenty about her. I know all kinds of things about her. I know she loves her little dogs. Ace, Ace and Noel. It's true, Earl. She is a big animal lover. I got her those little dogs. Those were a gift from me. Did you know that much? I don't know anything about this bad bit. It's really a bad bit. And Earl's got the big eyes over there. Like he's scared shitless. I know she loves singing karaoke. I love to playfully tease her about her mediocre bass playing. What? Her interest. What the fuck are you doing? What is happening? You told me I didn't know anything about her. You just said the term uh, mediocre bass playing. Yes. She's not that good. She's what? She's not that good. I don't want to insult anyone, but I, to me, it's one of the more irresistible things about her. I don't believe it at all. I'm fucking real. You really fucked up my character. You seriously? You, you hurt my feelings by laughing in my face about this. When I come to you for help with things, the next time I laugh, let me just do this and point at you for being fucking bizarre. Don't. I know she loves her little godson, Anthony. Are you even serious? How weird is this weirdness? I am speechless. I, I This is too weird even for me. This is so out there. I am in love. I am in love with Don Cumia, Anthony's sister. I don't even know what to say. It's even too odd for me. It's too fucking odd for me. And I like it when we sit down and we'll watch a Farley Brothers movie. A who? Farley Brothers. Mm, okay. That's her favorite kind of movie. We'll sit down and watch Kingpin. She loves it. When we are able to be together. Hopefully now all the stink, uh, sneaking around won't did you, happen. Did you just say stinking around? Sneaking around, <laughs> okay. which stinks. 
stinks to have to do it. Oh, I understand. I understand. And in fact, I'd like to throw out a song right now, mm. if I could. A song for my girl. My chick. Don Cumia. It's one of her favorites. Alice Paul. World ain't slowing down. Ain't slowing down for me and you, D.D. Rocks. What did you say? That's my nickname for D.D. Rocks. I found you sitting on a suitcase crying. Beneath my feet, I feel the rumble of a subway train. I laugh out loud, cause it's the one thing I hadn't been trying. The train came in breathless, the passengers restless. She said, Baby, you'll never I miss you so much, baby. Don't forget my balls. Ron, please. I like tickling the balls. Ron. That hurt like a dick in the ass. Okay, stop. Stop with the soundboard. I just want to say, I like tickling the balls. Come on. Do knock it off. Hopefully we can be together. Things can work out. Don't tell Daddy. All right. Would you please quit pushing those buttons? I'm trying to do a little romantic shout-out here. And check out my man titties. I just want this to re... Ron, stop it. I pissed my pants, and there's not a thing you can do about it. Don't play that anymore. I'm trying to shout some things out here. Please. I'm done. Thank you, stupid soundboard fez. I'm just saying that hopefully, Don, one day I can win your brothers over, the crazy Kumia brothers, and I won't have to fear for my life every time I try to see you. Hey, who's up next for teabagging? Okay, Ron, would you stop? You're ruining this for me. This is really important to me, and I want Don Kumia, Anthony's sister, to know how important she is to me. My erection will point the way. Come on, that's not helping. It's just going to get me in more trouble. This is not a soundboard. Ron, stop it. Please stop it. Go ahead. I won't do it again, I promise. Thank you. So, I just want want to play this for Don. Boy, howdy, my asshole hurts. All right, ah, would you, you stop it? My ball. You make me. Okay, I'm bending over. Where's the surprise? Get your fingers off there. Get your fingers off there. Jesus Christ. Push the buttons. Damn it! Fucking pinched me! I asked you to stop! Who pinches? It's like having a goddamn three-year-old retard come after you. Why wouldn't you stop? Why did you pinch me? Why wouldn't you stop? Why did you pinch me? Why wouldn't you stop? I asked you for- Ow! Cowbell! Son of a bitch! Well, how do you think I feel? It's like I've been bit by a chihuahua. Ow! Man! Oh, that hurt. Well, how do you think I feel? All you got was a pinch. Starting to welt. Still. Starting to welt. I didn't hit you with metal. Metal that cows wear. You want to start your song again? I'm sorry. Could we start it again, Earl? Please? This is for the greatest gal in the world. Just say what's in your heart, Fez. 
Don Cumia, Anthony's sister. Who I just appreciate her patience. And we're going to get through this, baby. Don't worry about it. We're going to get through this. Check out my man titties. All right, Ron, stop it. Don't fucking do it. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'd rather you punch me than goddamn pinching. I got the pinchers right here, man. Hit me like a man. Do not fucking pinch. Dave, come in here for a second. I asked you to stop. No! Jesus! That's because I'm fucking hurting on my arm. And I hate the fact that you're over there with no pain. Looks like the Civil War around here. Alright, go ahead, Fizz. You were saying this is your song? Yes, this is our song. Mine and Dawn's. Oh, I thought you meant me. No, not mine and Ron's. Mine and Dawn's. And I just hope she can wait. Because everything's going to be good one day, baby. It's all going to be good. There's seven dicks in my ass, and there's always room for eight. All right, that was an accident. Seriously. I don't think it was an accident. Would you please just stay off of the instant replay there in the soundboard, Fez? This is not a soundboard. It is, too. I hate fucking pinching. What is this song, anyway? This is Ellis Paul, World Ain't Slowing Down. See, I think only a gay guy would like this song. I love this song. Exactly. This is our song. Listen to these lyrics. Ah, you remembered my balls. That's gay. That is not on the Don't song. Don't fucking do it. I'm fucking serious. I'm serious. Quit playing with that. All right, with the soundboard fez. Promise me, if you're mad, you punch. Punch me. Don't pinch. Promise me you'll stop playing the soundboard fez. You have my word. All right, thank you. I'm one fat baby. All right, All right man, come, don't, come on. Don't fucking do it. I swear. Come over this board. I think it went well anyway, regardless. I think it got all ruined. Trust me, it was nothing I was planning on doing today. Well, uh, look who's on the phone here, Fez. Your, what you say is your girlfriend. I say is a gigantic lie. Well, we'll see who's telling the truth, won't we? Here's Don. <laughs> hey, Don, you're on the air, darling. Hey, guys, how's it going? Hi, Don. Hey, I, I'm a little shocked. I got, like, a uh, an emergency phone call. I got pulled out of a meeting at work. Yeah. And uh, I understand our secret's out. Oh, jeez. Don't please do me a favor. Do not play along with the psychotic's weirdness. I am so sorry it happened this way, Don. Wow. My Donnie, my Dee Dee Rocks. I am what, so sorry. What's that even mean? It's just a nickname I have for. Don, what's that mean? What Dee Dee Rock? Yeah. Um. Well, my middle name also begins with a D. Fezzy would know that. Yes, Fezzy would know that. Sure. <laughs> Don, and what do you I, do for a pinch injury? A pinch injury. Yeah, I just got pinched. So you're back. You're backing Fez up with this psychotic lie. What lie? You are acting like you like Fez. Oh come on! Who wouldn't? Thank you, Don. A woman. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. He's adorable. And now I'm just worried now because you're insane brothers, the crazy Kumia brothers. 
Well, they are crazy. And pinch I them. That. If they really get crazy and you start pinching, I guarantee you they'll stop. I'm not going to be able to pinch both of them and stop them. They're insane. Did you break the skin? <laughs> Maybe a blood vessel underneath. And then there's all the uh, HR department there at XM and everything. Yeah, there's trouble. All right, so you yeah. back them up on this. You two want to be together, but your brothers, Joe and Anthony, won't let you. Well, you know, Italian boys. Exactly. They're so protective of her. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, I'm the same way. Girl. I have brothers. <laughs> I have brothers who are protective of me. I don't know why. That's what brothers do. All right, Don. Uh, I'm stunned here. I'm absolutely <laughs> stunned. That this lie is going to go on like this. I'm stunned that you didn't believe me. Now I guess I have to. <laughs> I feel Just look like at that welt every time. I think a real man can apologize to his friend. Thank you. Earl, do it. I'm sorry, Fizz. There we go. Don, I apologize to you, too. Uh, well, I appreciate it, Ronnie. All right. Bye-bye, okay. honey. Listen, I'll talk to you later, Fezzy. I can't believe this. Bye, baby. Bye. <laughs> what? That was disgusting. We're a man and a woman, and we're doing what comes naturally. If I could get this song out and say what I really feel this time, I would appreciate it. Thank you, Don, for coming to my defense today. You know, why does my back smell like chlorine? All right. You make me feel like a natural bottom. Now Let me your meat flute and I'll play you a song. Time out. My bung is dripping. Why are you playing the soundboard Fez again? Coming up in just a few mo moments, Fez. The genius behind ECW. That's right. ECW general manager Paul Heyman will be in studio with us. We'll be right back. Run Fez. Fez loves Don, don't want menace anymore Could it be she's made him go from gay to bi? And did I hear him say on that radio yesterday That he no longer wants to fuck a guy She's 41 and Fez calls her his lady that he's gone crazy Cause he talks as if they've both been making plans But does he know that Dawn has female glands In his younger days Fez never would have wanted Dawn A prettier woman he'd have passed up for strong But there's something Could it be she's me? 
yesterday That he no longer wants to fuck a guy This is the best of Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Comedy Hits. Channel Ron and Fez look back. Ron Bennington, Fez Watley, and sitting in with us as always, Gail Bennington, no relation. Um, now, Fez uh, told me before, and I was very surprised to hear this, out of all the different places and different styles that we did our show in, uh, whether it was the Ron and Ron show, uh, the Ron and Ron Radio Network, whatever that nightmare was that happened in Miami, Daytona, uh, New York at NEW, New York at Free FM, JFK in DC, and then the the XM and Sirius XM years. Um, do you know what Fez said was his favorite of all of them? Uh, let's see. NEW. Fez, match game style, what did you say? I said, WNEW. Now, why did you think that was his favorite time? Uh, I would say just because it was like a really exciting time. It was completely mind blowing, just like showing up here in New York and oh yeah, just like yeah, the thrill of all of that and, and everything felt- you built together in you know Daytona was like you were working this thing out and right. It was like that time had just paid off. It was. It was a really crazy time. It was a really insane, fun time. Um, but I always thought that you would have went with the big character bit at, you know, let's say the Run Around Radio Network. Because I remember, and I always thought this was kind of odd, when we got to New York, Fez put away the Fez hat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And was this other type of guy. And uh, it's weird, like, when you do something, when you do a show with someone and they make a change like that, you just have to go, oh, you know, okay, I get it, and start to figure out how you change in that. And uh, and that was so interesting. Maybe it wouldn't be interesting to anybody else who's on sure. the outside, but interesting to the people who are in the room, where he just decided, I'm going to work from a different place, I'm pushier, I'm bossier, I'm, you know, whatever. Um, I'm a person who's not taking shit off of anyone, you know. That was never Fez now. in Florida. Um, you would, you know, you were running, uh, you were running your own game then. Uh, and then when we went to... DC, that guy was gone. You know what I mean? It was the new anxiety 
troubled Fez, you know? And the guy that I just, the guy that I was in in Florida had changed to this alpha male at NEW and then went into, I don't know, I don't like to, I don't want to. And it was just very, when I think of those three changes, I, I don't know how I didn't go nuts. You know what I mean? It was just so different. It was it was a little schizophrenic there, but you don't realize that at the time. Nobody's no. going, oh, you know, this is uh, what's happened. But when um, the station blew up in New York after the famous uh, "Sex for Sam" thing, and we went to D.C., it was just such another chapter for me. Uh, but Fez took it so hard. And imploded himself. And I don't know if you've ever really come back from that. I always wonder what would happen if that, you know, the Sex for Sam thing didn't happen. Or if Fez would have just taken the the thing and just rolled with it. Either way seems strange. Yeah, know? at WJFK, it was really glimmers of the trouble to start to come, where it would it would start with just losing my place in the middle of a conversation. Of yeah, I think I don't think that they were glimmers. For me, it was a total change of personality, and I remember that started the thing that I I'll always apologize to you for Fez of not knowing how to handle someone else's mental illness. If I could do anything over again, I would have figured out what do you do when somebody else has those kind of problems? Because I don't think I helped you even slightly along the line. No, that's where I started. Well, I I couldn't help myself. and I couldn't expect you to help me because I couldn't figure it out. Trying every kind of antidepressant, anti-anxiety drug. They all were bad on you, too. They were just physical nightmares as Mm. well as mental ones. But that would be the strange thing uh, for me as I look back on this, is what do you do when your best friend implodes you know what i mean and i don't mean that in a bad way i mean it is what do you do there's so many different things i don't think i ever did one correctly but it always reminds me of like you ever see one of those war movies and the guy gets shot and his buddy uh, just throws him over his arm and and they start to go what if that goes on for another 10 years you know what i mean (laughs) and like you don't get to a medic and you don't you know, and the buddy is like, seriously, you're still shot in the stomach. You're still complaining and bleeding still. Um, so I wished I would have handled all of that better. And, you know, looking back on it, should we have let you retire 10 years ago or six years ago or seven years ago or even when the company started to bring it up? Uh, you know, we battled it every you know single time of whether this works or not. I, I'll never know what the right answer is, and I totally want to uh, make amends to you and apologize for any of the things that I've done and said that were wrong, and I know there's been plenty. Um, it's, I appreciate it, and I don't want to take away from your amends, but it's, I mean, I feel like that was... Uh, Fez thing that I just could not find my way out of the forest. And I don't think you could have said the right thing. I don't think it was possible to come up with an answer to that. Great. So then I live a life of failure and there was no way around (laughs) it. There was no key to this.
There's no way out. Um, For me, it was so strange, the D.C. time, because it was the time that I had stayed in New York and you guys went on to D.C. So I feel like I never really could figure I still felt like I was catching up for all the changes that happened in D.C. It's like I wasn't there in that moment. It happened almost immediately. Maybe it was my fault. (laughs) In a lot of ways, it was your fault. Should have came to D.C. with you guys. I've been afraid of changing. Um, but this is what a life becomes. You know, like, for some reason, like, if you watch a movie, people just sit around at the end of something and they're like, let's celebrate the good times. But I honestly think that you have to celebrate and accept the bad times as well. And when the bad times started to really outnumber the good times, you know, like for me, I still to this day can't imagine showing up at the radio show and not wanting to have fun. You know what I mean? Like when the mics come on, I don't understand that. I don't know what to, uh, I'm there. I don't I, it would be like going, like being a little kid and going to the birthday party and seeing the cake and starting to cry for me, you know? So I, I've never comprehended why you had so much fun doing this before. Uh, and then again, not later. Uh, and there was still always really bright spots in the middle of this. This is a piece, uh, from DC Fez when, um, we pretended that the station was flipping to Spanish because another <laughs> another station in town had flipped to Spanish that day. So we started our show acting like we had flipped to Spanish. And because everybody in town was aware that another station flipped, they all bought in 100% that we at WJFK had gone Spanish. Now, Chris wants me to alert to everyone the audio quality sucks here. But, Fez, you really wanted to get this piece on because you always liked showing off your Spanish. My high, my four years of high school Espanol. Ron and Fez. Hey! Hola, bienvenidos a El Sol, WJFK 1067 me llamo Fez Watley con Ronaldo Bennington. Sí. Hola, muchas gracias por hoy el noche. El noche, oye para la palabra grande as. ¿Qué es palabra grande as el noche? Ronaldo? Sí. Sí. En la estudio, uh, J-Dubs y el gigante Brian. Hola. En la casa el noche. Por la teléfono 866-277-4969. Otra vez. 866-277-4989. Bienvenidos. Bueno, me gusta la biblioteca. <risa> Sí, me gusta la biblioteca. Sí. ¿Dónde está la comida? Soy hombre, yo tengo hombre en noche. Sí. Sí. Ronaldo, ¿cómo está? Uh, uh, está sano en casa. 
Susana Casa. No me entiendo. No me comprendo. ¿Dónde está en la sala? No, no, en la cocina. Ah. I only had the one class. Huh? ¿Dónde está la cerveza? Sí. Sí, cerveza. Congratulaciones, celebraciones. Hoy es el 12 de enero. Ah, ¿Mm? uh, como el 5 de mayo. El 5 ¿Sí? de mayo. Sí, Ronaldo. Sí, Fazita. Fazita es muy listo today. I don't know. Sí. 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 Yes. J-Dubs, ¿cómo está? Como si, como está. Ah. En español, por favor. I only know French. El jefe. El jefe, el jefe está en casa después la uh, Ron e Fez show. ¿Qué pasa? Sí. Sí. Sí, a la once. Uh, con J-Dubs. J-Dubs. Sí. Sí. Elegante Brian, ¿qué juega el noche? Uh, el noche, el uh, lata, el jugar boliche, Fezita. Muy bien, muy bien. Juan on teléfono. Juan. Sí, yeah. sí. Juan. Me gusta mucho, me gusta mucho. Me gusta mucho. Gracias, Juan. Gracias. Gracias. ¿Qué pasa, Juan? ¿Qué pasa? Pasa la vista. Uh, Ricky, Adios. Ricky Ricardo. Ricky Ricardo. Me gusta Babalu. Hola, amigo. This is Ricky Ricardo. I'd like to say good evening. Actually, I sound a little bit like uh, Ricardo Montalban. But who cares? Hola. En español, por favor. Español. Español. Totalmente español. 866 9 por la teléfono. Uh, Matt is on el teléfono. Uh, teléfono. Sábado gigante. Oh. 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 Sábado gigante. Oh. Es, es loco. Es miércoles gigante. Sensacional. Ron and Fez. That is the format flip to Spanish where, you know, now that I look back on it, Fez, it just wasn't you. I threw in some Really great Spanish <laughs> phrases as well. You got in some seats. <laughs> I did have um, seventh grade Spanish. Está Susana en casa? Sí. Está con una amiga. ¿Dónde está en la sala? No. En la cocina. That was lesson one and the last that I put anything into it. <laughs> the only you other... know what I said? Yes. What did I say? Uh, is Susanna at home? Is she in the living room? No, she's in the kitchen. Is that it? Yeah. I'm going to just guess that you're mm -hmm. right. The only other time my Spanish paid off during the Ron and Fez show is when uh, you interviewed Antonio Banderas here at SiriusXM. Mm -hmm. And then our booking person was talking to Antonio and his people in Espanol outside after the interview, mm -hmm. thinking I couldn't understand a word they were saying. I picked up every word. He loved the interview, and he was thrilled that you had seen his movie. 
Said it was the best interview he had done. Wow. I'm glad to hear that, except for I don't know whether you're lying to me, (laughs) because you know Spanish. Earlier we played Fez Watley and his love for Don Cumia, but that's not the only time Fez was in love. Dr. Steve hooked him up with a guy named Ted, and, uh, well, it was pretty sexy. Ron and Fez. Now, did you hear uh, Dr. Steve's show? The other night on the Saturday Night Virus. Yeah, I heard the weird medicine addendum. Now you, uh, apparently they spent some time talking to the guy who wants to take you out. Right, yeah. For some reason he's now changed his name. He's now Ed. Well, Ed uh, (laughs) doesn't want people to know his real name. Because he, you know, sells washing machines down south. And apparently down there, they won't buy a washing machine from a gay guy. So he has to be Ed on the air. Oh, okay. No get a washing machine from him, honey. <laughs> so, uh, did the guy sound like he was really into you? No, it didn't sound like he was so into me. He said he still wanted to take me to a football game at, on a date. You know, to a Tennessee Volunteers football game. But I don't think he sounded that into me. Maybe he's just not that into you. I'm going to pick up a book for you that all the girls pass around. Well, he's not into you now. He's got to get behind you. Then he'll get into you. No, not even that way. I don't even think he wanted into me that way at this point. It seemed like he was just wanting to go. It sounded like he was looking for someone to take his extra football ticket off of him. Maybe that's gay code. So what what do you... You need to be... Wooed a little more than what he's doing. Well, I well, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm interested, but um, that certainly wasn't wooing on the Saturday Night Virus. What would you like him to say to you? Well, it was like you know, it was basically like he ended up sitting next to me by mistake, like you know, like there wasn't any, you know, because I now was we told got this it from Doctor Steve that he wants to go out with you. Right? Does yeah. the guy not want to go out with you? I don't think so. I don't think he does. I think this is a cruel joke on Dr. Steve's part. You need to woo Fez a little bit. I'll show you how to act, Ed. Okay. Uh, His name's not even Ed. Fezzy. Yes. Beautiful sweat patterns you have going on right now. (laughs) Don't mention my sweat patterns. That's not wooing. One looks like Asia, the other like South America. (laughs) All right. It's because the South American side is dripping a little more. Fezzy, darling. Yes. Fezzy, darling. Yes, Ed. Your beard is as white as I've already came in it. <laughs> See, these... you call that beard a cum catcher? No, I don't. <laughs> I do. Neither do the Native Americans. <laughs> Fezzi, your nostrils are wide enough for me to fuck. You know that? <laughs> this isn't wooing. I it never... isn't. No, it's it's bringing up things that I'm sensitive about. I didn't know. Yes, that I'm nervous about. My you pit got... stains. Yeah. My white beard. Yeah. My enlarged nostrils. <laughs> I had, swear to God, I've known you literally half my life. Right. And I never knew that you were sensitive about that snout. Yeah. Yeah, I worry about my nostrils. Really? Yeah. I figure every, they're, they're very large, and I figure everyone, and my nose isn't that big. So when we used to put that little uh, curly tail on you... And yell, Piggy, that always bothers you? That bothered me. Yeah. You didn't pick up on that? I had no idea. Seriously, you know you're going to have them filled in. With what? Come. All right. <laughs> Lots of Ed's come. That's not wooing. Just dirty talk. 
It's nasty, dirty talk. Fezzi, I've never had a date who's eaten quite so much. <laughs> what, are, what are you using? A snow shovel as a utensil? This is Fantastic. Not, this is a romantic dinner conversation. <laughs> really? Well, what did you say to you? You know, you know, you eat like a bird. Maybe mm. something like that. Pterodactyl. <laughs> and please don't bring up my nostrils. Fezzi, you smell like fear itself. <laughs> That can't be good. Here is uh, Bruce. Bruce, you're on Ron Fez. Yeah, hey, Dave. Uh, really easy grade school way to learn to, you know, eat your girl is uh, just do the alphabet with your tongue like a paintbrush. Yeah, we're all very familiar with Mr. Sam Kinison, God rest his soul. Uh, here's uh, Dan. Dan on line seven. Take your thumb off of it. Uh, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, I'd like to try the Wolf Fez here. God, God help yourself. He's single. He's here to mingle. Hey, uh, Fez, I uh, just wanted to tell you, your fucking ass is so sweet. It's like cotton candy. You give me a fucking toothache over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Fez, would you like to go out with Dan? No, I don't think so. No. And I don't know if talking about eating my ass is wooing me. <laughs> What's that? Why not? You want your ass eaten a little bit? Salad toss? <laughs> yeah. Aren't you guys into that? I'm no, I don't want to hear about my ass being you called act, sweet tasting. Here's the thing. It's you, embarrassing. You could actually toss salad in Fez's ass cheeks. <laughs> it's like a big fucking salad bowl. Maybe a side salad. No. A Maybe fucking a, house salad. A little individual size coleslaw. No. <laughs> Be it. Chicken Caesar. So that's what you're looking for? A little wooing. Would be nice, not this, hey, I got dragged there by Dr. Steve. And Where are you and Ed going? And the thing is, I did see Ed that day. Uh-huh. He kind of looks like you. Ed looks like me? Yeah, did you remember him when he came in with Dr. Steve? I go, what's Fez doing yeah. in the studio and outside the studio? <laughs> and he has that whole, hey, y'all. Mm, Southern gentleman. Yeah. I'm here to fuck your partner. <laughs> Well, maybe not gentlemen. Man, that's not very gentlemanly. When we fuck, call me Ethel. <laughs> it's not enticing. Fast, would you get the hell in here? I got a raging heart on. Fast, can I fuck you in the ass while we listen to Skinner? Yes. Well, you're as beautiful as Leonard Skinner, Fizz. You're Skinner, pretty. Thank you, my southern lover. <laughs> Fizz, can I put lipstick on you? See, I don't think this is going to work out between me and Ed. I'll pick these flowers for you outside the garden. Those are carrots. Fizz... Would you please help me wash the trailer? These buckets are heavy. Running water would help. Fez, it's hot on my bare feet. Would you come on them? <laughs> Thank you. It's not going to cool them off. It would only make them hotter. Forever and ever. Back and forth. Chris, you're on my Fez. Hey, Fez, I'm sick of looking for a sugar daddy, and you're a perfect age to be my sugar granddaddy. Then we can eat chicken livers and ants, too, on our first date. Mmm. 
uh, the old comments. That's not romantic. That doesn't help. That's not good for self-esteem. Baez, would you tell me about Benjamin Harrison? <laughs> I don't know anything about Benjamin Harrison. Then just fuck my ass. Thank you. I appreciate it. Baz, I wish you were twins so I'd have a dick in each hand. And I'd You're line your twin dicks up together, and then we'd come back and forth forever and ever. I don't... Not much of a fantasy imagination, Southern lover. Can we play Sweet Home Alabama at, at our wedding rehearsal? I'm not going to marry Ed. Shogun, you're in Fez. Dick, two, four, one. hoo Oh, Fez, I want to fucking fuck you in the ass until the cum drips out of your mouth and they cut diamonds out of your back. Shoot! Why is he doing a retarded voice? <laughs> You're a great big fat girl. <laughs> Liz? Yes, Ed? We got any bananas in that there kitchen? <laughs> Bring them on up in here, would you please? Yes, we have bananas. I picked some up at Drucker's. Go Joe peel a banana and then take the peel and put it on your raging heart on. And tell me you're making a fruit salad. I am not going to play banana dick with you, Ed. Could you put conquat skins all over your balls? No, they're too sour. Too too acidy. Buzz, if you had a TV in your asshole, I'd never stop watching it. I really wouldn't. That's a very nice thing to say, Ed. Buzz, you realize that your nipples are bigger than my hubcaps? That's just wrong. Now I'm covering up in here. Fans? Yes, Ed? Do you love me enough to put on blackface and play a banjo? Because that's how much I love you, fans. I wouldn't mind. Could you put on a napkin over your dick and call it the Ku Klux Cock? Thanks, fans. Uh, might as well. I was going to do it anyway. Much as I love you, I got to go sell washing machines. <laughs> Good luck. Those pants ain't going to clean themselves. <laughs> and just late, late at night. Fans? Yes, Ed. Fans? What? I'm sleeping. Fans? What? What do you want? You wish Elvis was still alive. Yes, now go back to sleep. All right. Fez. What? You like to deep fry everything and eat it? Because I sure do. Yes, it's good. Now go to sleep. You're perfect for me, Fez. I should never have gotten in this relationship. I wish I could deep fry your balls and put some bacon grease on. Keep the grease off my balls, Ed. Just saying that I love you, Fez. I understand, but find a different way to say it. Heart and soul. Did you sell any washboards today? <laughs> Not a single. Not one washboard? <laughs> They're going to take this trailer back off his Fez. I know. 
Fez, you make me feel like Tennessee Williams. I love to get fuck ass naked with you and fuck you in the yard. That's not gonna happen. We have neighbors. And they have dogs. Fails. What? I'm not trying to sleep, Ed. I was just saying, do you like 38 special? They're all right. All right, night. Good night. By the way. What? My mama don't know I'm a faggot. <laughs> so could you tell her you're my brother? <laughs> She's gonna know, you idiot. All right. Night, Fez. Good night, Ed. Tomorrow, fart right in my mouth, okay? We'll talk about it in the morning. You fart in my mouth, and then I'll fart in your mouth. And that means we're married. It does not. That's a Tennessee wedding. <laughs> a fart is not an engagement ring. Jeff, you're on running Fez. Go ahead, Jeff. All right. Fez, uh, your ass is like a Chinese restaurant. I'll have the poo-poo platter. Good one. With the Olympics coming up. Please. Yes, Ed? You ever wonder if the ultimate warrior could beat Jesus in a fight? I never think about that. You're my best friend, Fez. Thank you, Ed. We suck and fuck like Chuck and Buck. <laughs> we sure do, Fez. You know, just because it rhymes doesn't make it a nice romantic poem. Fez? Yes, Ed. It sure is hard to sell washboards. I know. Have you tried down by the river? Nope. I just sell them under the overpass. <laughs> Outside of Dollywood. I don't think those people need washboards. You're every bit as pretty as that Dolly Parton. And that twice as fat. What? Twice as fat. <laughs> it's not a good thing. <laughs> Randy, you're on the fence. Hi, Fez. Can we play Deliverance, the home game? Squeal. Thanks, Randy. You remind me of that fat guy in Deliverance, Fez. Ned Beatty? Ned Beatty. I used to have a Ned Beatty poster. I didn't even know they made those, Ed. Well, it was Warren Beatty's poster, but I just cut out Ned's picture and stuck it up over it. Ah. Kevin, you're on a Fez. Fez, I'm wearing cut-off dungarees and I'm shirtless. Dick punch you in the ear. Woo! That's a good look. So when are you supposed to be getting together with this guy? Oh, I don't know. It's sometime during college football season. Is when he wants to take me to a game. Is that gay code? <laughs> Ask your brother at QueerTown.com if that's gay code. I will, certainly. To see the volunteers. Uh-huh. Are you excited about this? No, I'm not, I don't even think I'm going. Let him be your rocky top and you're his rocky bottom. 
I'm not even a big Volunteers fan. You don't have to be. You're going to have a fucking mouthful of nuts. What do you care? <laughs> What's going on? Not at the game, I wouldn't. This is the best of Ron and Fez. On Comedy Hits. You know when sitcoms do clip shows from previous episodes? Yeah, well, it's kind of like that. This is the best of Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez. On Raw Dog. Comedy Hits. Channel 99. We all come drowning in the deep blue sea. Hard to find an island that will care for. That is a new song by Sleeves. Um, such a wonderful performer uh, that we've had the opportunity to meet here at the Ron and Fez show. I remember a couple years ago, uh, I went up to New Hampshire to see him live perform this one-man play. 
And I cannot begin to tell you how amazing this guy is. Uh, it's if Tom Waits and Eric Bergosian somehow had melded together. And it was just stunning how great this live show uh, was. Um, he's just a terrific, terrific performer. And we've talked about this, Fez, that one of the great blessings over our lives is how many great performers we've had the chance to meet. Some very, very famous, who everyone knows. Some before they got famous. And um, some that are just like sleeves that are just so unique. Um, it's just stunning. Um it is the Ron and Fez show. Looking back, and this has been so much fun to do this today, Fezzy, because it doesn't have all the emotion filled when, mm-hmm. when we did this. But I, I, I will pull back the blinds that we've done these shows all week, and we did a variation of this one that was so god-awful. <laughs> it was the worst. It was so bad. And then we laughed afterwards, and I'm like, hey, dude, maybe that's the goodbye. It's just like we've left it, you know, we've left anything that we had out on the field, and it's just like that thing of seeing Lou Gehrig leaning on his bat and having nothing left to 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 give. But I do have to say this. Fez Watley uh, saying that he wants to quit radio, and you say you don't even want to come back to it for a while. No, no. Just stay away from a microphone for a long, long time. So now it's up to a long, long time. It's not forever? Oh, it's forever. Okay, yeah. so I'm not... Uh, able to understand uh, still with him but that's done you say you'll never go up to a microphone again no all done with radio there is something about you saying that that makes me personally want to give it a lifetime commitment i the thought of being away from a microphone doesn't uh make me even Oh, it just gives me the heebie-jeebies. So a little later on in this broadcast, I'm going to announce what I'm up to uh, next. Um, I also just want to thank the Interabang for just what a wonderful thing all week long of looking back at the show. I mean, the kindness and just so much fun stuff looking back at the show on the Interabang this week. Well, why don't you go through some of that, Fez? Um, Um. you have the hashtag Goodbye Ron and Fez collection of tweets from friends, listeners, guests who have been on the show. Just that's really emotional for me to get through. Black Earl looks back at his time on Ron and Fez. It's a very sweet tribute from him. The games are a riot to me. The Ron yes. and Fez side characters. I got 45 out of 46. Still no idea who <laughs> I miss because it doesn't tell you. But if yeah. you can beat 45 out of 46, you should probably be the new, new uh, get your own show. I, I'm dying to know who you picked that was wrong. I have no way of knowing. Yeah. But 45 out of 46, That w- I think that qualifies you to move on to the tougher version okay. of Ron and Fez supporting characters. Give me some of those questions because I haven't taken this one yet. All right, so this is where you have to match something that happened during the Ron and Fez years with the person who did it. So let's see here. Uh, Originally named French Bread Pizza. Frenchie. You got that. Known for his, fuck that, you deal with me now rant. 
That's Billy Staples. No. Oh, no, that was Irish Alki. That was Irish Alki, yeah. Oh, God, loved Irish Alki. Uh, played in an ultimate Frisbee league. Hands Benance. That was? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Intern who portrayed the sports character Jim Shorts. Uh, first of all, I was always been embarrassed about that because there was an actually famous guy in Chicago called Jim Shorts. Um, that was Friday Fright. That was Friday Fright, the intern at WNEW. Uh, known for the mashed potato bar at his wedding reception. That was Fitzy. Pitsy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I'll, I don't want to give them all away, but had a drunken on-air date with Billy Staples. Slam time! That was Lobster Claus. Yep, see? You're ready. Yeah, I'm ready to move on. Well, thanks to Fitzy. My old friend Fitzy. And a new game going up on the site today, the Ronnie B. Quotes game. Oh. So that'll be up on the site. That's, that's the only game that actually makes me uh, laugh. Uh, but thanks to the guys on Twitter that collect the Ronnie B. Quotes. And that takes us all the way back to Whackbag, who used to do Ron Bennington's Line of the Day, and then gave me really cool books uh, based on that. Um all right, uh, Fez, we said that we would play you, hypnotized, uh, the one down in D.C. Everybody likes the, the best because with, with no study to this, uh, you jumped in immediately and uh, proved that you still got it. So this is Fez Watley, hypnotized. Ron and Fez. It's the Ron and Fez Show. We are live down at the XM Studios. Um, is uh, Chad Dukes is sitting in with us. Elfish is here. Is Tender Pullman somewhere around here right now? Tender is a, a, an old friend of ours who you're singing now, Tender? Yeah, I sing uh, at the bars, taverns, and... Uh yeah. yeah, singing in the bars and taverns and a journeyman player, but I actually had the wonderful opportunity to open a concert for James Taylor a couple of months ago. Wow, so, that's really great. Yeah, that was fabulous. Was he able to... Was he able to follow you? <laughs> <laughs> he told me backstage he thought yeah. I was really good. I'll, uh, tell you, I'll tell you this much about him. He's a gracious man, very funny. Uh, I told him, I said, you know... When he played Sweet Baby James, I said, it doesn't get any better than that. People are going to be singing that song for hundreds of years. And he looked at me without missing a beat. And he goes, Tender, I feel like I already have. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know, I always like to say I can introduce you to people who've met famous people. That's the, that's the beauty. Well, Tender, good to see you again, you my friend. And um, you never know who's going to stop in down here. And... Uh, uh, a friend of mine that I've been doing radio with for many, many years has come by. I didn't even know he was in D.C., but he's here today. You know him from the Opie show, and he's here today. Ladies and gentlemen, let's bring him in. It's Opie. Opie, let him, let him hear it. Opie. Hello, DC. How's everybody? Yeah. Opie, what's happening, pal? 
Not too much. Look at this crowd here. I'll tell you what's happening. Hashtag OP Radio. <laughs> OP Radio on YouTube. Yeah. OP Radio on Sirius 206. XM103. There you go. All right. Hashtag OP Radio. Hashtag OP Radio. Did I mention that? What's that? Hashtag OP Radio. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Come on. Now, Opie, you and I I are going to get together and do a show again soon, right? We are going to do a show very soon. Uh And hopefully, it's going to be plural, not just show, but shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're going to be doing shows. Hashtag Bennington with hashtag Opie Radio. Yeah. Now. It's what we want. Hashtag Opie Radio. All right, stop it with that. (laughs) Now, is there any way. uh, Would you want Fez to come in and do the show with us? Um, let's see. I got a choice between that wall and Fez. (laughs) Who talks the most? Uh, The wall's my guy. Yeah. Because I need my guys in there. You're my guy. (laughs) Right. I need guys in there. Right. So it's like... My other guy went to Long Island. He's doing his own podcast. I need my guys. Yeah. Ready? You're my guy. All right. You only like guys around, right? Yeah. We need the guys. What about my... I can't keep having quarantine in every day. Come on. (laughs) I need the guys. Now, uh, you don't see Fez as being your guy? Fez is not a guy. And, yeah. oh, now I know he's going to start crying, and I'm going to have to hear about it from Wickland. I don't mean it like that when I say Fez isn't a guy who cries all the time. I don't mean it like that where I say he's a huge waste of space and never talks. I don't mean it that way. Right. But you're saying that. I'm saying it, but I don't mean that. I know it's going to cause a thing with the guys. <laughs> and with Don. Don's my guy. And I'm going to have to talk to... I'm going to have to have a guy talk with Don. So... It's so frustrating. Yeah. So... Hashtag Opie Radio. <laughs> so, uh, you like to... You're promoting... OP Radio right now. I'm promoting OP Radio. Yeah. I'm promoting hashtag Bennington. Because this is it. Let's face it. This is it. Right. You know? I'm down a man. You're down something. I don't know what it is. Hashtag OP Radio. Why not combine hashtags? Hashtag Bennington. Super hashtag OP Radio. Yeah. I know. This isn't going to cause too much shit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, any other new plans, Ope, before we... I just love what I'm doing. I love how the show's going. Uh-huh. Uh, little Jimmy Norton couldn't be better. He's, he's, he's my guy. Yeah, he's your yeah, guy. Yeah, he's one of the guys. He's the guy that we have in there. Yeah. Who else you have? Who else stops by? Dan Soder is a guy. <laughs> E-Rock could be two guys. Yeah. <laughs> And what about Fez? Fez. Fez. Oh, my God. I'm so sick of hearing about Fez. Oh, man. I mean, honestly, nothing against Fez. Right. Nothing against Fez, but he shouldn't be in this business. Yeah. And I don't now don't go running to Fez saying, saying that I said that he shouldn't be in this business. Right. Because that's not what I meant. Right. It's not what I said. All I said was that he shouldn't be in this business. Right. 
So that's what I'm saying. So don't go saying something that I didn't say that I said. <laughs> now, if we want to follow you and catch you on the internet or anything yeah. like that, where would we go? Opie Radio on Instagram. Hashtag Opie Radio yeah. on Twitter. Opie Radio, my own channel on YouTube. Right. And Sirius XM 206 XM 103. Opie Radio. Right. Now, if we get hungry or anything, is there any way that your brothers can feed us? Ah, and in the heart of Huntington, Long Island? <laughs> yeah. It's a good... F.H. Yeah. Riley's, the... And I'm not just saying this <laughs> because, you know, in some way I'm connected to it, but F.H. Riley's has the best food on Long Island. Five-star restaurant. Hashtag F.H. Riley's. Hashtag, hashtag Opie Radio. All right, that's great. Hey, uh, I don't know, too. I hope I know you have to leave now. Sure. But just want to come in and make sure you're my guy. Yeah, I'm your guy. And you'll be on Opie Radio. All right. There we are. With and, me. And is Fez coming in? No. Fez All right. Okay. Don't go. <laughs> no, we know. We're not oh going. I promise don't we're not go going. Don't go telling Fez that. <laughs> I promise we're not going to. Hey, how are you and Don Wickling getting along? You know Don. You know what Don's like. It's yeah. The banners look great. I mean, how many times do I have to say thank you? Uh, you know, everything's everything's fantastic, Don. But I don't have time to hold every executive's hand through this company. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I know. But don't go telling no. Don. No, I don't want to. You know go. that I don't appreciate it because I do appreciate him, even though I don't. <laughs> well, who do you appreciate? I appreciate hashtag Opie Radio. There he goes. There he is. Yeah. Now I know you guys are wrestling fans, and yeah. I used to have a guy on my show years ago. Who? He stopped doing it. He was the uh, the one and only Nature Boy. Oh. But it's Rick been Flair? yeah, Ric Flair, the Nature Boy. But it's been a long, long uh, time since. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, it's been a long, long time since the Nature Boy has been here. But <coughs> is, am I crazy? <coughs> is there a little smoky? <coughs> Give us the 2001 song. Wait, coming to that smoke. Boom, boom, it's the Nature Boy. Listen up! <laughs> this is the Nature Boy! <laughs> Styling and profiling with the Rod and Fez show right here in the heart of D.C., the District of Columbia! <laughs> Not far from the White House! Well, it will be in another couple years. Oh, jeez. That's racism. That's racism. Flair's a racist? That's racism, yeah. Flair turned out to be a racist. Racist like nobody's business, I know. I know. What? That racist? No, that's... You're hypnotized. You don't be nasty. I'm from North Carolina. No. Charlotte. No. Oh, uh, I, I, I gotta let you go though, because I was telling you guys, I'm very, very excited. A big comedian is stopping by here. Wow. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey oh. is gonna come in. He's our Sweet. next guest. And Gilbert Godfrey is gonna be here. He's really one of the best comics working today. 
And if you folks would please put your hands together for the one and only Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, Gilbert Godfrey. What's going on here? Yeah. Where are all these people from? <laughs> it's like a Ferguson protest in all right, see, I don't understand it. See, he's not racist either. Racist? <laughs> None of these people are racist. I don't know why don't this is happening. It. I don't know why this is happening. None I'm of them are racist. I'm not involved. Couldn't see yeah. this coming. Yeah. Why won't you change the name of your team from the Redskins? Twenty-four dollars in beads, and you got Manhattan. <laughs> Offer some necklaces, and they'll be fine with the name. You know, the, I can't see through my eyes. Right. There, there is a. I may be blind, and I don't know. It. Right. This is like if Gilbert Godfrey didn't know how to do material. <laughs> If Gilbert Godfrey struggled with material. It's his first week as a comedian. Yeah, this... Slide a dime through these eye slits All and right. see if you can make oh. a phone call. Okay. okay. I don't understand what's going on with my vision. Right. You know, the Geico commercials, did but... <laughs> yeah, there he is. There he's sleeping. Wow. Boy, he just Good attacks yeah, Gilbert's eyes. So who else would you guys... Uh, a heart full of hate. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's an awful person. I mean, down... <laughs> a lot of hash involved. Yeah, once, once the tears are gone, he's just terrible and mean. You know what I mean? Like, But while he's crying, he seems nice. It's still funny. Yeah. Uh, give uh, give me another person you want to come by. Oh, to. What's that? Anthony Cumia. Anthony? Um, and Bill, uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Fez's mom would be great to have stopped by. Um, and she's here tonight. Yeah, Fez's mother. Um, I know. It's incredible. Yeah, it is. Well, you never know who you're going to get to come you by. you all these guests? Well, you know what? When you've been in the business as long as I have, and you've made relationships like this, you you can call on racists to come in and help you when you have a show. Obviously, the budget they put together for you for this trip is just amazing. Ron, like, Ron will you ask yeah. her about when uh, her son brought Shelby as a fake twink to Thanksgiving oh, yeah. dinner? Sure. Thank you. We'll get the but the everybody, we all love Fez, but here's his mom. On the show, Fez's mom, everybody. Hey. Hi. Hi, Ronnie. Hi, honey. It's good to see you. Wow, is that voice good? That it's voice so is good perfect. To see you. Uh, how's everything been going? I know you just had your son down for Thanksgiving. Did you hear he wrecked the car? Yeah, I did. I knew he shouldn't have driven that car. Yeah. I should. You know, he was never a good driver. No, never. What is he good at, though? Um, he buys me things. Oh. He's very good at that. What kind of things does he buy you? Oh, you know, he'll buy, you know, some earrings if he sees them for me or, you know, just, just nice things. He bought me a new printer, a new printer for the computer. So your son gives you printers and earrings. Mm -hmm. I don't wear them both. Yeah. Just the earrings. <laughs> no. Yeah. Are you really proud of him? You know, I would be, oh, but boy. there's so much to not... I just worry about him too much sure. to be proud. Was he really a good boy um, when he was little? Did yeah. you just love him? He was kind of a pain in the neck. Yeah. Um, he was very underfoot. 
I think right. is the is the proper term. And just always there. Yeah. Just constantly and that, that must have there. Gave, must have gave you a lot of joy to have your son around. Not really. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah. just kinda in the way a lot of spilling of things. I don't know. I wanted to have him checked. His father wouldn't let me. Check? What? Well, you gonna have him checked for what? Spilling. Yeah, but is that? Why a- is he spilling so much, doctor? Right. That's you know. I just what constantly is- wanted to. Add, and oh god, the nightmares! The nightmares were constant. Yeah. What was he having nightmares about? Oh, just you know, he'd see a scary movie, and then it's up all night, and he'd want to climb in bed with us, and I'm like. No way, Jose. It's you go get your own bed. You have a bed of your own. You're right. not climbing in this bed. How much you want to have a bet that he acts like this at night? When <laughs> I've right been pre- with him at night. Oh, yeah? yeah. And was any of this no, going we're on? Not, I can't talk about it. All right. I don't want to hear about any of the gays. Onward, Christian soldiers <laughs> marching as to war. I don't want to hear about the gay stuff. You know, this was Fez's mom, but I wanted to bring in a really great comedian is here. Even though this comedian's been taking a lot of heat in the news lately, the one and only uh, Bill Cosby has came here today. Bill Cosby is here. Yeah, great, great talent. Bill Cosby. Yeah. Hello, Bill. Hello, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. good to be here on Sirius XM. Wow, look at the ladies in the crowd. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Drinks are on me. See, that's the thing. And then me on you. All right. All right, Bill. That's how it Bill. works with the cause. <laughs> Bill, you call yourself the cause? I call myself the cause. <laughs> yeah. Theo calls me the cause. Yeah. Rudy. Yeah. Vanessa. Yeah. Even so, the kid that went and got a spinoff at college calls me the cause. Right. Well, none of that's true, and you're not even doing your voice. <laughs> I'm doing the voice that they hear after they take the pills uh, that go in the drink, yeah. that goes in the belly after I put the pills in the drink. Uh, now, once you get the girls knocked out, what do you do? It's anything the cause wants. Yeah. <laughs> then we make pudding. Oh. Yes. It's jello pudding. Yeah. There's always room for pudding. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little tight, but there's still room for pudding. (laughs) So you did all the things. Young man, pull your pants up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you did all the things that you've been accused of. I did everything. (laughs) I spy Ghost Dad, Fat Albert, Cosby Show, Sexual Assault. Yes, I did all the things that the cause does. That's Bill Cosby, everybody. Isn't he great? It's a wonderful crowd. I got to tell you, I'm so excited about this. And it's somebody who's been here recently, but he's stopping back in. Put your hands together for Opie, everybody. Opie's here again. Opie's here again. 
Yeah. DC! Yeah. How's everybody? I wanted to run back in because I had forgotten. I can't believe I forgot this. I wanted to mention something very important. What's that? Hashtag Opie Radio. Uh, <laughs> Woo! Woo! Uh, now, are you bringing Fez on Opie Radio at all? I'm not going to be. <laughs> you know, when we... God, God. You know, I have enough of this in my own life, and you start... It's not that I don't like Fez, right. but here's the thing. I don't like Fez. <laughs> I really don't care for him. I don't like him. Uh, management should step in and do something about it. But what I don't want people doing is going back and saying that I don't like him, that I don't care for him, and that management and should step in and do something about that. Because I never said that. Right. Now, you planned... After I said it. <laughs> you planned something yeah. really nice for Fez. You were getting him together with Jimmy to do the Jizz Show. The Jizz Show. Yeah. Every, who wants to see the Jizz Show? Yeah. Who wants to hear that? On OP Radio, that's a hashtag. It is a hashtag? That's hashtag OP Radio. So why didn't it work out? Fez wouldn't. Fez thought we were setting some... This is how crazy it gets, Ron. Yeah. Fez thought we were setting him up, setting some sort of trap for him, that we were going to ambush him, I don't know, make fun of him, make him cry, when all we wanted to do was have him come on the show, do the jizz show with Jimmy... <laughs> And then we could make fun of him and make him cry and lead him into a trap. So you were going to be mean to him. Yes. Yeah. And we didn't get to do it. That would have been great radio. We're doing great radio. Me and my guys. Right. We're doing great radio. And we didn't get to do the great jizz show mm -hmm. because Fez wouldn't walk into our trap. I, I hate it. I swear. I hate it here. And I just hate it when people won't walk into our trap. <laughs> it's like, what do you have to do to trap somebody around? And I go to Wiki and forget it. It's like talking to a wall. He he won't let Fez walk into the trap. No. So, you know, forget it. Forget it. And don't go telling Fez I wanted to set him up for a trap because then I'm not going to be able to set him up for the next trap. Right. <laughs> Do you have any big guests coming up? Anything big on the OB Radio show? Got uh, Florentine coming in again. <laughs> Dan Soder's going to be back. Somehow he did 12 shows in one five-day week. I don't know how. Right. But it happened. Yeah. Doug Benson's coming back in. So it's working. It's going yeah. good. Yeah, it is. It's going good. Can we get can we get Lady Die on the phone? <laughs> I don't want to talk to Lady Die, so please get her on the phone. <laughs> I can't stand talking to her. Do we have her yet? <laughs> Erock, you want to take the fucking bagel out of your mouth and call Lady Die, yeah. who I don't want on the air? What about Sam? Yeah, big fan of Sam. Oh, Sam. Sam's out for himself. Hashtag not Sam. What's that? That's it's nothing compared to hashtag Opie Radio. <laughs> Woo! Woo!
All right. Uh, when but- are you coming on doing the show again? <laughs> <laughs> we got to get you back in with yeah. the guys. Yeah, I'll be there next Friday. Um, but I haven't told Fez yet. Don't don't go telling Fez that you're coming on to do the show with me just because you're coming on to do the show with me. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't get him crying, even though it's really fucking cool when he's crying. <laughs> yeah. I know. All right, that's Opie, everybody. Opie, let him hear it. Now, I got one more guy that none of you folks have ever had the chance to meet. And I would love for you guys to meet him. This is, I'm going to introduce you guys to Fez Watley from the early 90s. Bigger than life, exciting, really gay, centric Fez Watley. Let's bring him on to the show, everybody. Fez Watley. Fez Watley. I'm so good, Fez. I love my Ronnie. I know you do. So fun. All right. Now, how's everything? Ooh, I could kiss everyone here. Nice crowd. Boys yeah. first. Line up. Oh. Let's do it. Not everyone. So are... Oh, hi, Dr. Zayas. How are you? Oh. <laughs> Aren't you worried the humans are going to find you? <laughs> so... Are they after you, buddy? Fez, run up a tree. <laughs> Where have you been since the 90s? I've, I've been... been stuck in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. I'm stuck in... Can't you tell by all the zippers on my pants? I'm stuck in the 90s. Yeah. Now, somebody told me that you were gay. Is that true? I am not gay, Ron. Yeah. Yeah. I have a fiancé. Yeah, where? Where? Niagara Falls, Ontario, <laughs> Canada. Yeah. And we're in love, and we do the sex. Now... I talked to a guy who said he mounted you from behind, but what? That, but you—that's that, not exactly. All right, let gay. me ask. Yeah. Was it a Cuban guy? Yes. Oh, Tall, dark hair. Yes. Name Raul. Yes. All right. Let me explain. Just because. Right. A tall, dark. Very handsome Cuban guy named Raul. Yeah. Does you from behind? Right. That doesn't make you gay. Oh, okay. I no. see now. No. No. No, it's just guys being That's friends with each exactly. other. Exactly. People read into everything. <laughs> True. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, just because you get bent over a sofa. Yeah. In a cheap hotel room. Mm-hmm. Take one up to Keister. Oh, right. then you're all of a sudden gay. Well, some... All right, stop Bizarro World because I want to get off. So there's no... It. Yeah, there's no truth to Hang that on. at all. Bend down. I want to fix my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Like a hand mirror with glasses. Uh, I understand. I understand. Wow. My goodness. You know what? It's been a long... That's going to burn, honey. Okay? Yeah. It's In been a, a dark room. It's been a long time since I heard it. Yeah. Could you sing the song It Makes Me Fez? Do you, oh, yeah. Do you I still believe know I could. It? Sure. Yeah, everybody. I gotta get up for this, baby. Yeah. Uh, these bikini bottoms are riding up. Excuse me. Oh, where's my where's my music? Is that Chris Stanley? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. I didn't know that you knew him. Well, yeah. I, I just recognized him by the toe tag. Yeah, that's uh, not long for this world. No. <laughs> you need music, or you can do it without. Um, I think I could do it without, but let, just let me know if I have the music. 
I don't even think you need it. Why don't you I don't think it? I need it either. No. Ladies and gentlemen. I need that like another Cuban guy in the ass. Right. <laughs> All right, I need it. All right. yeah. That's my way of saying, get me the damn music. Right. Mm. He's killing. Yeah, it's amazing. He's murdering. Yeah, he is. I can't believe wow. it. Wow. I can't believe you. All right, well, Walking upright, are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All good. All good things happening. Not bad. All right, are you ready? Fuzz. I'm ready. Go ahead. Does it make you gay if you dig Key West? Does it make you gay if you wear a dress? Does it make you gay like Ron and Ron says? Hell no, man. It makes you fez. It makes you fez to date the U.S. Navy. It makes you fez to make your own gravy. It makes you fez to do the fezatorial. It makes me fez to be so damn adorable. It makes me fez. 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 Like Ron and Ron says, hell yeah, man. It makes me fez. Thank you. He deserves your respect. Oh. Those two guys were applauding by nag- banging their erections together. That's cute. <laughs> All right, Don, knock this prick out. <laughs> Stand by for more of the best of Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Raw Dog. And now, back, back to the best of Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez. Raw Dog. Comedy Hit. Channel 99. You're on Ron and Fez. You want to pretend? No. God, they couldn't get any worse tonight. That we're ninja warriors. Okay. And I'm like the super black belt or something. All right, Kenny Allen. So pretend that you guys are like only white belts and I'm training you? Why are we only white belts? Alright, but what if both of us, let's just attack him, Fez. We'll start chopping. Yeah, we'll oh! use our power. What? I'm your buddy. Alright. I'm training you. That's our buddy. Oh, okay. we, well, I guess we wouldn't attack our buddy. Then what? Alright. That you guys are like really slow. <laughs> so... I pretend that I always say, why are you so slowy, slowy? <laughs> why I gotta be so slowy? Alright, then now pretend I have a gun. Yeah. No. What? You're too slowy to get a gun. <laughs> why are you so slowy, slowy? Alright, stop um, teasing us. If you would train us better, we wouldn't be. Listen. Alright, go ahead. I'm playing the game with you. I, and I also have one of those ninja stars. No! Right. And I, what? And I, have, I have everything. You guys are only white belts. All right. You can't get objects like that. Okay. What if I had atomic nunchucks? No! None of that. <laughs> Man. So pretend. Right. We're pretending. There's like evil ninjas, and they're trying to kill us. Right. And I like chop at all of them. Okay. And they all like fall. And somehow they kill you guys, like, easily? How? Easily? Well, no. All right, let's pretend that Fez and I each have a force field. Right? No. They couldn't. Yeah. No. Why not? Because you guys don't have superpowers like I do. Well, if you chopped them, maybe Ronnie and I could have super kicks. But we're fast. No. Yeah. We're very fast. I'm the one who says things. All and right. So pretend... Oh. 
then I kill them. Right. And I bring you guys back, like, with superpowers or something. Great. So we now have superpowers. All right. right. Listen. What? No. Yeah. You don't have superpowers. Okay. Uh, oh, you had the superpowers. That's how you brought us back. Yeah. All right. So you well, guys make don't us, have superpowers. Make us faster, then. Right. No. Give us too slowery. Why are you gonna be so slowery, slowery? There's no need to tease us. Listen. Uh, you know what? We're not even doing this anymore. We're not doing anything no. with you. You're you no, won't play right. You're no fun I'm to pretend leader. with. What? I'm the leader. He's the leader. Yeah. I'm the boss of me. You know, I vote Fez is the leader. Fez is the new leader. Thank no. you. Ninja Force, I am the leader. What And I have lasers in my eyes. No. And my atomic I'm nunchucks just down here. You guys won't let me be the leader. Don't tell. I'm telling. Don't tell. Now he's got to tell. Don't. There he goes. Now he's telling, Ronnie. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Run. Run before he gets his mom. That is uh, from the WNEW era, Kenny Allen uh, calling in. Who, Gail, you actually know Kenny Allen. I know. I know Kenny personally. Yeah. Nobody's funnier than that. No, very, very funny. Kenny what Allen. A, what a very funny little kid. Uh, and just great, great times. Uh, it's Ron and Fez look back, and we're getting uh, ready to wrap this one up and put Fezzi on a plane and send him away. Uh, I'm Ron Bennington. There's Fez Watley. With us as always, Gail Bennington, no relation. And Chris Stanley, I believe distant relation. Um, (laughs) This, uh, by the way, Fez retiring hit Chris Stanley so hard that you actually fake cried on the air. I never fake cried. That was those were re- that was real emotion. Those were real tears. Um, I've seen animals dying that didn't make sounds like that. It's bullshit. I don't think you've ever seen an animal die. That's, <laughs> if I'm going to be totally honest, there's nothing Got about me. <laughs> there's nothing about you that makes me think there's a guy who's watched a lot of animals crying. Well, I'll explain to you because you've never been through a format shift or anything like that when you do a radio show with someone and then that show is over and they leave you never talk to them again chris so you will be saying goodbye to fez forever i didn't realize it was that permanent uh fez and i uh worked together with so many people over the years and Fez, we're kind of low on time here, mm-hmm. so you're going to have to read your list of goodbyes as quick as humanly possible. But this is the people that Ron and Fez wanted to say thank you to. Ron Diaz, Carrie Curlop, Sean Portman, Charlie Logan, Russ Album, Scotty Phillips, Becky Flash Gordon, Fast Lady Flipper, Billy the Phone Freak, Gary Spivey, Don Capone, Robert Reed, Noby, Anne LaDon, Joe Corbett, Julie Fullman, Neil Rogers, Grego, Joba Fett, Batman, Tuttle, Darlin, Allie, Taff Moore, Skidero, Crow Sports, Jeremy Coleman, Ken Stevens, Opie, Anthony, Jim Norton, Eddie Trunk, Black Earl Douglas, Ben Sparks, Pete Johnson, Engineer, Radio, 
Radio Chick, Butchie, Chuck Nice, Don Geronimo, Michael Mira, Buzz Burbank, Rob Spiewak, Lisa Orban, Eric the Bread, El Jefe, J Dubs, Alan Line One, Cameron Gray, Spoon, Wonderboy, Keisha, Giant Brian, Eric Logan, Don Wiki Wicklin, Bruce Berenston, Steve Blatter, Rob Cross, Tim Sabian, Gil Edwards, Michelle with one L, Hard Rock Johnny, Sam Roberts, E Rock, Travis, Derek, A Train, Roland, Cousin Brucey, Dr. Steve, Hillary Schuff, Samantha, Steve Leeds, Liam, Laura, Spencer, Al, uh, Annabella, Nadine, Jeff Regan, Tracy, Chris Gibbons, Eric, John Hancock, Frank DeCaro, Eugene, Mars, Master Poe, Master Joe, Caroline, and Jenny Hutt. Well, Fez, it was nice and fast. You forgot completely all the hooters uh, on the radio. Oh, God. People. Giant gaping holes. As well to, as one of my favorite people of all time, Mr. Take It to the Limit. I think uh, one of the best radio talk show hosts we've ever worked with. The Mad Dog, Bob Lasseter. The Mad Dog, Bob Lasseter. Always appreciate it. Always missed. Um, So this is it. We're saying goodbye to not only Fez Watley, but also saying goodbye to the Ron and Fez show. Um, I'm going to miss you terribly, Fez. Uh, but at the same time, as I said, I wanted to keep on doing this. Um, I've decided to stay with Sirius XM, and a week from Monday, we'll be doing a show that we've debuted on Opie Radio called Bennington. Uh, and my co host will be Gail Bennington. No relations. So, hey, that's me. Congratulations, Gail Bennington. <laughs> and uh, the threat of this, Fez, is amazing. That really is a wonderful announcement. To know it's all not only in great hands, but in the perfect hands. Yeah. Staying in the family, if you will. Exactly. Somebody who... Uh, start- I am so thrilled and re- actually relieved yeah. to hear that. Um, what we are doing production staff-wise, we don't know. Chris Stanley, have you made up your mind yet? Well, I'm, I'm still... T- I'm, like we said you know, in the weeks previous, I'm still talking with corporate, and I don't want to close that door. For the corporate side of things here, it's serious. Well, I can understand that. I can also tell you, and I want to be honest about this, you'll, you'll be terrible at corporate. But I wish the best for you. Thank you. Uh, and I'm sure if you move to corporate, I will start and hate you immediately. Like I hate all of them. Thank you. Um, that, uh, as we wrap this up, Fez, I wanted to, to say, you know, to long-term listeners of this show, um, to know that... The Fezzatorial was always a big, big part of this. Fez used to do this once a week forever. And you went back and found your very first Fezzatorial that you ever did. The very first one. Uh, And this was a Mother's Day thing to your own mom? Yeah, this was a suggestion from a therapist to put all my feelings out in an open letter. You ought to read off the list of your therapist. That would go on (laughs) longer than the other list. Oh, we don't have time. I think it's so funny you forgot BL, because there's no one else that could be as hurt as that. Um, Forgot tons of people. So, let's play... Our own Fez Watley's very first Fezatorial. 
An open letter from Fez Marie Watley to his mother. Dear mother, just wanted to take a few moments to thank you. To thank you for all you've done for me. Thank you, mother, for your little reminders. Especially for reminding me constantly of how long and torturous my birth was for you. And how an abortion would have been a lot simpler and a lot less painful. Thank you, Mother, for all the male role models you provided for me, especially when Father was on the road. Oh, one male role model after another came through our back door. One child should never have been so blessed with so many uncles. And thanks so much, Mother, for providing balanced meals. Not a breakfast, lunch, or dinner went by without some form of chocolate. Again, my entire five foot four, nearly three hundred pound frame thanks you. And thank you, Mother, for letting me know things were okay. Like telling me it was all right to go skinny dipping with the scoutmaster, Mr. Higgins, who lived down the lane. You were right again, Mom. He showed me every inch of what it's like to be a man. Thank you for teaching me object lessons. Like when you use that beer bottle to break that baby bird's neck to show me that flying is really not safe. Or playing the song Ode to Billy Joel by the legendary Bobby Gentry over and over again in order to develop in me a healthy respect and terrorizing fear of bridges. Thank you for teaching me about love, Mother, by sending me out into the yard with a bucket of cold water every time our beagles felt amorous. I still use things I learned from those beagles today. Thank you, Mother, for my social skills. My, how I learned to get along with the other boys who had cool lunchboxes like Star Wars, Dukes of Hazards, or Sheriff Lobo. When I was provided a Barbara Mandrell and the Mandrell Sisters lunchbox to carry my lunch in, a lunch that consisted of leftover hors d'oeuvres that you had swiped from a happy hour the evening before. And finally, Mother, thank you so much, and most of all for not coddling to any of my needs and not. Bogging me down with a lot of affection, so much so that now any human touch literally feels like hot acid ripping through my skin. Thank you again, mother, and goodbye. That was、uh, Fez Watley, and I'm always going to miss that kid for the rest of my life. But that was Fez, Fez Watley being very baritone gay. <laughs> the baritone gay. He was very baritone gay. Parsons, the new school for design. <laughs> thank、um, you, mood. Thank you, mood. <laughs>、uh, so that is it for us.、Um, Fez Watley, thank you so much. For your friendship. Thank you for everything for the past decades. Just absolutely everything, right down to this amazing week. We will be back a week from Monday with Bennington,、uh, Ron Bennington, Gail Bennington, hopefully Chris Stanley Bennington. But. <laughs> <laughs> He just has to, you know, learn a little life lesson from SiriusXM first. They don't want him.、Uh, so,、uh, thanks so much for being here. Stay in tune with the Interabang, not just for the past Ron and Fez show stuff that they've got up there, but also the future Bennington、um, 
show. We'll be working very closely with the Interabang as well as comedians and comedy all around. I just want to say uh, I couldn't be more honored to be sitting here with you guys in this last moment. And um, Fez, I love you so much. And I have learned so much from you. You have given me so much. And uh, it's just you guys are so great together. You guys, to me, are brothers. And for that, you have always been my family. And uh, I just thank you so much. I can't tell you how blessed I am. Um, I, I want to thank you because I got so incredibly lucky to see you and your brother just grow into the amazing adults and people that you've become. It's just an honor. And I won't say your mom's box on this last show because I would do this all over again. It was a privilege. And we'll end this as we do every day, as we say so long. And thanks for all the fish.